Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Christian Brindle and welcome to the Everything Medicare podcast. What's up, everything, Medicare, Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. Thank you so much for taking the time. This is episode 187, folks, of the Everything Medicare Podcast. My name is Christian Brindle. I'm your host, where every single week, me and my company, Christian Brindle Insurance Services, bring you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement, folks. There's been a lot going on. There's been a lot going on, and um, I really don't know what to say about it other than the fact that we're living in a very strange day and age. Um, we're starting to see more and more businesses open up um, after you know the pandemic um, and everything going on with the coronavirus. Of course, the cases are still mounting, um, but they seem to believe that there has been some kind of um, you know limit reached. Um, but there's also those that believe that with the businesses reopening, with a lot of businesses reopening in a lot of places, that there's a possibility that we'll see a second wave of coronavirus. So I don't think we're out of the woods quite yet. Um, I do still believe that, you know, for most of you, I think, you know, buying your policy over the phone is still going to be um, in your best benefits just for your own safety. Because what do we know about the coronavirus is, 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 um, it impacts seniors probably more than anybody else. Okay, folks, I've been in this business for a long time. I've spent my entire um, adult life in the Medicare business, in the insurance industry, but specifically the Medicare business. And I've seen a lot of things. And one thing that I have um, learned over the years, without a shadow of a doubt, that I can rely on as um, complete certainty is that there is no one particular situation that best fits everyone. So when I come on here and I do an episode about Medicare supplements and I discuss which supplements that I believe are the best as a whole if I had to pick one, it does not believe that I think it's going to be the best fit for every single person in every single situation. There's been a lot of talk the last couple of years about the Medicare supplement known as Plan N. Plan N is a very popular Medicare supplement, and kind of the whole idea behind it is, you know, it's it's a lower premium than that of a G. Obviously, it's a much lower premium than that of an F before the F got grandfathered in with the macro bill for new newly eligible Medicare beneficiaries. But with the macro bill taking place um, starting January 1st of 2020, we're starting to see that some um, insurance companies are starting to raise their rates a little more in a plan G than they were before, which we anticipated this. 
Part of that reason is because a plan G now participates in a program known as guaranteed issue. What guaranteed issue basically is, is it's when someone is canceled on a certain plan. Let's say you're on a Medicare Advantage plan and it pulls out of the county. Let's say you're on a group health insurance plan and they decide to pull the plug and cancel everybody that's on the group plan. Guaranteed issue plans are basically programs that Medicare supplement plans that I have to take you with no health questions and no underwriting if you're canceled on a certain plan which normally the only way that you can get a Medicare supplement plan without health questions is when you're turning 65, when you're new to Medicare. So when a Medicare supplement plan accepts people in the form of guaranteed issue, for Plan G, it's not the same as it was with Plan F. There's a few more restrictions, and we've done episodes about that in the past. But It still does mean that there are some situations that a plan G is accepting people with guaranteed issue. And basically what that means is they're taking on more people every year than they can anticipate with no health questions, no underwriting, and of all different kinds of health situations. I've said it before and I'll say it again. When you're on a Medicare supplement plan, you're essentially joining with every other person on the plan. Your rate increases is based uh, solely based on... um, the average of claims that are being dispersed, and the average health of every other person on the plan with you. And so because of this, it's always better if you can help it, in my personal opinion, to be on a plan that's not a guaranteed issue. But this is not exactly the same situation. This isn't a plan F and a plan G. I do think that plan N's, in some aspects, are still going to be very, very strong and very, very competitive plans. In my Medicare supplement hour we did last week, I basically said that they were my 1B to my plan G1A. I think that they're right there with plan G as far as the most popular and viable Medicare supplement plans. But I do think that they do have some risk involved with them. And I do believe that, you know, even if you do have slightly lower rate increases, there's still a potential that you could suffer great loss. If your health kind of goes down the tube, because a plan N, what do we know about a plan N? A plan N, essentially, you guys, is going to put put more risk out there because there's more for you to pay, right? Anytime there's more for you to pay, if your health goes down the tube a little bit, you're going to have more risk for more out of pocket. Whereas with a plan G, there's only one thing that you pay, the Medicare Part B deductible of $198 one time per year. That is all you pay. As long as Medicare pays first, the Medicare supplement with a plan G will come in and pay everything except for that one time a year annual $198 Medicare Part B deductible. The plan N, on the other hand, charges that deductible, but they also charge a couple of different things. They don't cover what's known as Part B excess charges, which typically you don't see, but what you're but, but typically, the, but the simplest way I can explain an excess charge is if basically a doctor wants to charge anything extra on top of it, if they have any extra fees that they need to charge on top of it. Some states, it's not even legal to charge an excess charge. You just don't see it anymore. I can't recall a particular time off the top of my head that I've ever seen it happen in my career. So it's there if it was ever charged, but it being charged is particularly foreign. The main difficulties of a plan N are that they charge an up to a $20 doctor copay every time you see a doctor. It's up to $20. It could be less depending on the type of doctor. And they charge a $50 emergency room copay. So why would someone want this plan over a G where they don't charge that simple? In a lot of markets, a plan N is a significantly lower premium than a G would be. 
I think there are situations that this is going to be a good thing for somebody. And I think there's situations where it might not be a good thing for somebody. It's all situational. And every single person that's listening to this today has different needs, different preferences, and needs to pick a plan solely picked out to meet those needs and preferences as well as possible. Folks, I have to take a quick break. Um, I'll be back with you in segment two. I'll explain what I believe are the, are the people that should be on an end and the people that shouldn't be, the good and the bad to it, um, when it can help, when it can hurt. I'll go over all that in segment two. Don't go anywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. Let's get into plan N today. Why don't we? Plan N, we talked about the coverage in segment one. So in which situation is a plan N good for somebody and when is it bad for somebody? Well, what we do know is I think it's pretty fair to say, now this isn't going to be the case with every company. I have seen some companies raise their rates this year the exact same percentage on a plan N as they have a plan G. But there's probably a realistic chance with a majority of insurance companies that you might have a lower rate increase with an N than a G going forward, at least for the time being, as long as the G is participating in this guaranteed issue program, which you know it's probably for the foreseeable future, if not permanently. So I do believe that this will cause some rate increases to spiral more towards the G's than the N. So there is that. Now, that being said, I do believe that the N still has some major difficulties to it. So let's talk about the people that probably don't want to be up on a plan N. And this could basically be, you know, a lot of people could fall into this category. The biggest danger, in my opinion, of a plan N is that $20 doctor copay. Now, like I said, it can be less than $20, depending on the type of doctor. But it's per visit, folks. And some people, when they get sick, see a lot of doctors in a month. Some people, when they get sick, see a lot of different kind of specialty doctors in a month. So let's say you save 50 bucks a month on an N to a G, which, you know, to be realistic, in most markets, you're probably not even going to save that much. Realistically speaking, it's probably going to save you 20 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month, but there are some markets where the gap is rather wide. So let's say it's 50 bucks a month. Let's say it's the widest possible gap you're probably going to find. And I do think that's probably pretty realistic. That being said, I think that it's very simple and very easy for someone to kind of make up that gap. If let's say, let's assume that you're paying $20 per doctor visit. Let's say, I know it's up to $20, but let's just say worst case scenario is $20. Every time I have a client that's on a plan N and they ask how they can determine whether it's going to be $10 or $15 or $20, I always tell them prepare for the 20 and have the expectation that you're going to pay the 20. And if you end up walking out paying 10, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. 
there's a lot of factors. There's just really no way to answer that to determine which doctors are going to charge what, you know, um, expect the 20, be happy if it's 15, expect the 20, be happy if it's 10, but let's just say we're going to expect the 20, right? Because it can be up to $20. So if there's a $50 a month premium gap between a G and an N, like I said, that's not going to be every market. In a lot of markets that we're present in, the gap isn't even that wide. But that being said, let's say it is, and because in some markets it is. At an average of $20 a pop per doctor visit, it's going to take you three visits to where you're in the red, to where you're spending more in doctor copays than you're saving in premium. And that is the balancing point here. That is the balancing act when it comes to a plan N. Those doctor copays can kill you. And when you factor in, you know, let's say, you know, you had a bad year. Let's say you went to the emergency room twice in a year. Well, $50 a whack there. $100 in emergency room copays right there. Those, those, you know, can be factored in as well. Can you really say that you'll never go to the emergency room? Now, that's not a problem as, as, as likely to be a monthly occurrence for most of you as a doctor visit would be. Now, even if you're healthy, the danger of a plan N is that you might not be healthy one day. And what do we know about Medicare supplement plans? They're more difficult to change later on if your health does not allow it. Because in order to change from one insurance company to another, let's say you want to go from an N to a G, typically you have to go through health questions, underwriting, and if your health doesn't allow it, the new insurance company can say no. So that being said, it's kind of a balancing act here. Because if you sign up for an N when you're healthy to save the premium, because you might not need the full coverage of a G. I understand the logic there. You save a little bit of premium, you still have the comfort and viability of a Medicare supplement. That's all fine and dandy. But what if your health doesn't stay that way in three years? What if your health doesn't stay that way in four or five years? It's always a possibility, don't you think? I have clients of mine that see doctors once a week, every week. And if they were on a plan N, there's a real chance that they'd pay 80 bucks a month in doctor copays. I've had people criticize me when I say that and say they're taking advantage of the system and all this crap. No. They're not limited on how many doctor visits they can see. Are you their medical professional? Do you know how many doctors they need to see? I don't. I just give them a plan that's going to fit what they need. I'm not there to diagnose people or make judgments on people on what kind of medical treatment that they need. But I do have clients like that. And it might save them 30 bucks a month to switch over to a plan N, but they would pay 80 to $100 a month in doctor copays. So obviously, those are the type of people that don't want the plan ends. I do think the people that should be on the plan ends are the people that have, you know, the, the good fortune to live in markets that the premium gap is so wide, maybe it's 40, 50 bucks a month, and you're healthy, and you don't mind taking the risk of your health staying healthy. I think those people are good candidates for plan ends. I do think they have a place. I do think they are good plans. Are they for every single person? I'm sorry, no. Even with this change, 
I still think the plan G is the more attractive plan, just by a hair, just because of the uncertainty of that Dr. Copay. Because a day might come that you might need to use that Dr. Copay frequently, and $20 doesn't sound like a lot, but $20 compounded over time can end up being quite a bit of money out of pocket for you if it needs to be used enough. Stay with me, folks. I have to take one last break. I'll be back with you in our third and final segment of this episode of the Everything Medicare podcast. I have some final thoughts I'd like to share with you on this topic. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. Folks, just understand this. If you walk away from this episode with any takeaways, I sincerely hope that it is this. No plan, no matter how hyped up it is, is a good fit for everybody all the time. There's plenty of you that are listening to this that are best off on Plan G's, and there's plenty of you that are listening to this that would be best off on plan ends. There's a lot of factors. Your health, your preferences, of course, where you live, the market, what insurance companies are available. And there's no two situations that are exactly the same. You need to be picking something that's tailored to best fit your specific needs and preferences. If I can um, instill anything in you from this episode today, it would be that. I do think the plan N has its place. I do think it's far more attractive than it was a few years ago. But that being said, I don't believe it's for everybody. And I see a lot of people in the industry basically, you know, kind of throw the plan N out that it's, you know, the Medicare supplement that everyone should be on now. And I, d- I just don't agree with that. Um, it's not as simple as the plan F, plan G debate that we had several years ago. When the plan F started becoming less popular, the plan G started becoming more popular they were so similar in coverages. The plan F had no out of pocket. The plan G had a hundred, you know, the part, Medicare part B deductible at the time. It was like $166 a year. And so they were so similar in coverages and the G was just a no brainer every single time because you would typically save, you know, anywhere between 400 to $800 a year in premium compared, comparing a G to an F. And whether you had to pay that deductible or whether you didn't, you would always save money on a G opposed to an F. It was just a no-brainer. But the plan N is not so cut and dry because that unknown factor is that $20 doctor copay, how many times you might need to use it every month as you get older. Folks, thanks so much for taking the time and listening to me today. I hope that you got something out of this episode. Um, I'm sure this is a topic that we beat to death a little bit, so we're going to kind of change it up on Saturday's episode. Um, but folks, I really appreciate you, you, know, you taking the time and being here with me. And um, Please do me a favor. If you're listening to us on either Apple Podcast or Stitcher Podcast, please um, drop a five-star review and maybe something nice that you liked about the show. It helps us about tremendously. It helps us reach more people just like you who need to hear our message. Thank you so much for being here. I hope this episode was helpful. Until next time, we'll be back on Saturday.